Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have you ever had questions that you wish you had your very own on-call pediatrician? Well, guess what? We are going to have a real pediatrician as a regular guest on the Dad Podcast. So if you have a question you've always wanted cleared up, please send it to questions at thedadpodcast.com because Dr. J wants you to stop Googling that shit and find out the real deal homie feel answers from a real deal homie feel pediatrician. So ask us at questions at thedadpodcast.com. Hello and welcome to the Dad Podcast. This is episode 50. I am here, as you could read on your iTunes, iPhone, not sure why I'm talking like this. Uh, This is some kind of white guy Obama, I feel like I'm doing. (laughs) Um, Like Obama and Tom Likas had a love child. That's what I am doing right now with Joseph Bears. Hello. Hello, son. How are you? <laughs> Tom Likas. I only know Tom Likas from comedians doing inter- uh, impersonations of him. And yeah. I, I need you never look- heard him in L.A.? Mm-mm. Oh, I had to have talked about him on this show, but he is one of the most offensive uh, to radio hosts. Not offensive in, like, he's offensive, I guess, mostly to women. I'm sorry if I'm repeating this story, but I, I just think it's so funny because it's such a, like, uh, in my opinion, he's a guy who turns it up a notch just for radio. Right. So what he did was uh, the he, the people would call in. They go, "Hello, Dad," because he's the father. They wish they was had and go, "Hello, son." And then they would say, and then this guy goes, "I got a problem." He goes, uh, "I got a girl pregnant." He goes, "Oh, you didn't wrap it up like I told you. You always wear a condom because there are two things that women and children do: they destroy your life and your dreams." <laughs> Yes, I think he he's been burned and is paying all kinds of money for divorces and stuff. Yeah. So he just hates women. Yeah, he and and well, he just says he goes. The only time to have children is when you have accomplished all of your dreams because <laughs> you cannot accomplish your dreams while you have children. They are oh. a dream vacuum. So he's like, he goes, what do I do, Dad? He goes, here's what you're going to do, son. You're going to do the right thing. You're going to take her out to dinner. You're going to tell her that you love her, that you want to spend the rest of your life with her, and that she is the one for you, but you want to have some time with just the two of you before you have children. 
He's like, okay. He goes, then you're going to take her to the clinic. You're going to do the right thing. You're going to pay for it. Then you're going to take her back home, and you're going to dump that bitch. And I was like, wow. Yeah. I was like, yikes. <laughs> just the idea that no this. Joke. Yeah, this is just the idea that this guy is influencing any kind of men anywhere is just like, wow, wow. Well, kudos to you, Tom Likas. Uh, God bless you and all your podcasting ventures. He was the one that they were like, oh, you're going to do a podcast when they shut down the radio station in L.A. that he was broadcasting. I was like, why would I do that when I make money doing nothing? They owe me for a contract for the remainder of this year. Cut to three years later. I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I need to listen to him. Oh, if you here's the thing. If I honestly thought it was it, he would be he would be fun to listen to if you didn't have to pay him. That's what makes it hard. It's hard to oh, pay a guy. Okay. Who believes in that kind of? But why? It, it's an entertaining thing. You can listen to it for a month and pick up everything. Everybody this is what I've heard. Everybody who moves to LA, you listen to them for like the first two or three months, and then it's just like, okay, I get it, and you move on. Right. So. Well, I tell you, I only pay for premium podcasts. Uh, number one, the Dad Podcast, I pay for. <laughs> Thank and, you. Thank ah, you. I almost spit out your coke. I did. And number two, uh, Never Not Funny. But those are my only two that I pay for. I'm getting caught up on Never Not Funny and. Uh, this house that I'm looking – I was so angry. I was telling my friends yesterday that uh, – Wait, freeze. What? That's strange and different. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm buying a house. And uh, so this house that I'm trying to get, uh, it's just been – I know I keep complaining about it, and I'll go into more de- – I'm going to have my dad on in this episode because he had this brilliant idea of – anybody who's bought a short sale house, and if you had to do it with an unpermitted edition such as mine has – it, it's just so stupid. It's so saying fun. words that mean nothing to me. Short sale, unpermitted. Uh, you don't have to go into detail. I'm just these words mean nothing. To they me. probably mean nothing to most. But here's the: I'm probably talking to five people that listen that are like, "Amen, brother. This is bullshit." <laughs> Short sales suck. Yeah, my real estate agent, and it's funny what when when you're not in the humor industry, what what passes as humor. Well, you know what I mean. Like, so my real estate agent, his little joke is, he goes, "So we're going to do a short sale on this thing with this, which is anything but." Huh? Come on. Because <laughs> it takes forever is the joke the, on that. Boy, the, the, the guys around the real estate water cooler. <laughs> <think> that... <laughs> Dustin, I have news. I know you do. Well, there, let me finish this, and then we'll get into yes, your news. Please. I wasn't sure if you wanted to talk about it on the show, but I'm excited. Oh my I'm gosh, excited. sure, why not? All right. So the, the thing is, is that this uh, – has a space that I could turn in like a bedroom on this unpermitted addition. So it has like a one bedroom type unit. It doesn't have a full kitchen, but it has a unit that's like a mother-in-law type quarters uh, on the back end of the garage. So I could turn that into, huh? Attached. The garage and this place is detached from the house. So it's like off to the side of the backyard kind of thing. And I could use that to do the podcast, to do voiceover stuff. And it would mean that I wouldn't have to worry about the kids' schedules. I'm so unbelievably excited if we can make this happen. Bring and your girlfriend there. Oh, my God. So many girlfriends. So many. I, this, <laughs> if this, I'm going to be banging a lot of moms that listen to this show. That's right. That's or, right. or the way you talk to every one of your new male guests. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking awkward weird man? I don't understand. I don't know. I don't. I've never. I just met you, but I got a crush on you. I don't understand. Guest name here. What? (laughs) (laughs) I want you to know, Joseph Bears, that uh, the listeners that send in emails are very, uh, very happy when you bust my balls in this manner. So. well, we we go back, we go way back. Yeah, uh, but uh, I don't understand. It's funny to me because I ninety percent of it is humor, 
But I do. But the the, the other ten percent, I do look at this guy, and I'm like, listen, you're easy on the eyes. Right. You're easy to talk to. I, I've said that about you many a time. It's only funny because I know you, and I know that you are being. You're being funny, but you're also being serious. You're so. You're so real and you're so <laughs> fair and you're like, this is how I feel at this moment and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to hide it. I'm getting, you know, partial. I'm getting a semi. I'm going to be honest. Partial chub over this guy. <laughs> Except for that big A guy. You, don't, you, never, you never seem to find him attractive. I'm, I'm not a chubby chaser, uh, but I am attracted to his soul. <laughs> I, I, am a, I mean, you get two fat guys like he and I together and that's just, oh. That's just a that's just a mishap. That is a gay would be like uh, you know riding a scooter. Yeah, exactly. I could super I could, fun, but you don't want anyone to see you. Exactly. Yeah, it's a, he's a Vespa. He's a Vespa lay. Is oh. what I, yeah. <laughs> but but anyway, so with this house and the addition, I could get have a designated landline that we could start taking callers, and so that brings me to the end of that story. Is that now never not funny? I don't know how caught up you are. But yes. he, they call people at the end of every episode. I'm like, oh damn it! Like if I would have, if oh. I would have just known about that. I, but how, like, how stupid is it that I think that it seems like I'm stealing this idea from them when people are calling into a radio show? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's it, when it works, man. It is gold on that show because they tweet out. They're, you know, they're not doing it live yet. They're tweet. Well, they're not. They want to start doing the radio show, the the podcast live, so that everyone's listening to it as opposed to Matt Belknap just tweeting out the number yeah. and saying, call in now. Um, and then they, they don't, they don't get that many calls, but when they do, it's hilarious. Oh, I love so, it. Yeah. I love it. And I the Sklar brothers are starting to do like every fourth or fifth show. Now they're doing a live, a live recording. And that's what I would like to do. Big fan of those guys. And that's what our, as uh, we call her on Twitter, the, uh, the love intern, Rachel Gibbs, our uh, family and sex therapist. Uh, that's what she wants to do. She wants to do like a, a live call in show. Uh, yeah, a so. little crush on her too. You don't. I do. I'm not listen. I got a lot of love in me, Bears. I got a lot of love in me, <laughs> and I'm not going to hold it in. I, I should have been born in the '60s, evidently. I would have had so many STDs. <laughs> god damn, I just met you, but I'm in love with you. You know what? You're my new best friend. Oh, god damn it, you're funny. I love you. Oh my god, if I were going to I would away with you. Insert new guest name. <laughs> Damn it, I just met you, but I, I wish you lived nearby, so we would hang out all the time. <laughs> Who is this again? Oh, yeah. Okay, yes, you. <laughs> I, not, I know these people. I don't absolutely say it to – well, now it's going to be awkward if there's ever a guest that I don't say it to because everybody listening going, oh, he didn't care for that one. He didn't care for that one. I come back on, I'll be like, well, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> like a big hump or something? A big scary mole with hair growing out of it on his cheek? No, I just he's intimidating. I just felt I found him abrasive, and uh, I just I don't know. Anyone, basically, anyone you don't say you're attracted to, we know is uh, overweight. There, or or just a dud to talk to, (laughs) and uh, probably going to be the last time they'll be heard. Last time they'll be heard on the show. So, now you don't get many duds. People, when people are duds, uh, you talk ninety percent of the time. Yeah, (laughs) it's still a good episode. (laughs) Thank you. You're very kind. All right, now let's talk about your uh, big announcement. Uh, What what, what's going on? I have to pretend like I don't. Bears are pregnant. What? You're gonna have two kids now. Do da do da. See how you're smiling. Wait for that to go away. Oh, the do da day. (laughs) More of a grimace. Yeah, it's. Yeah, after listening to uh, Bill Glass's episodes and now your situation, I am. Uh, I'm scared shitless. Um, 
but I'm very excited. We were trying for a very long time, uh, and we were kind of starting, we're both a little bit older, so we were thinking, well, might not be in the cards, and that's okay. We were actually going to be okay with that, but with the second, of course, um, well, I'll go back even further. We went to the, to the doctor because we were really having trouble. It was really getting very sad. It was that, it was that month after month waiting, going, are, are you? Oh, crap, you're not. And then, okay, we're going to try again and trying, just going, going, going. And finally, we're like, let's go to the doctor and see what's going on. And my wife's counts were all very low. All the percentages on whatever needs to be at a certain level were all low. And the doctor said, so there's a good chance you're probably not going to get pregnant. Yeah. We were like, oh, bummer. And she was like, but you can take this vitamin. Uh, you can, you know, sing all this. And the doctor said, actually, by me telling you all of this guarantees that you're going to get pregnant. Oh, you know really? what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, but like uh, as a, as a, you know, like Murphy's law. Exactly. As yeah. fate would have it. And then literally the next time that uh, it came around, she was like, oh, I'm, I'm late. And we're like, well, <laughs> you're always late. And we always get excited and we always get bummed out. So forget that. And then pregnant. Boom. So no vitamins needed. No asterisks next baby. to this baby. No way. This is not a Barry Bonds baby. This is real deal. Homie feel baby Ruth. Yes. No vitamins, no special drugs, nothing. I just got in there and took care of business. Damn it. Did it. One more in me. Dustin. I like, I had, I'm like Peyton Manning. I've only got like two. I got to lay it out. I got to just lay it out there. You know? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta leave it on the floor. I can't, I can't, you know, hold anything back. No, so I, no. I, <laughs> you can't, you don't have time to take it one game at a time. You have to, it's you're. it's all or nothing. It's not a wait until next year. I don't want to be like Dan Marino and retire with no Super Bowls. I want to, you know, get this done. <laughs> so anyway, um, we're very excited. And because uh, my wife's 38, full disclosure. So because at this point, the new thing in Colorado, at least, is if you're over 35, it used to be where uh, for our first baby, they said, you can do the I think it's called the amniocentesis where they can check for Down syndrome and check yes. for birth defects. Yeah. It was optional, and we did not opt for that. We were like, whatever we get, if we get a mutant alien, awesome. We'll raise it and love it forever. Um, but for once you're 35 in Colorado, you don't have a choice. You have to do all these tests because they want to make sure that the mother is healthy. So they're like looking out for the mother with these tests. But it's and it, and it's no longer this invasive, scary thing. It's literally a blood test. Oh. Um, and at the same time, they do this like super duper um, sonogram on steroids. So uh, at 10 weeks, so at 10 weeks, we knew the sex. Wow. That. Wow. We also, um, thank goodness, uh, everything was good to go and clear and everything's healthy with the baby and mom. So we're very excited about that. Um, so we are having <laughs> another girl. Yeah. I'm working on that that girls lesbian volleyball team. I got two down now. Okay, girls, rotate, rotate. I went to the doctor. I went to the mountains. Yes, all right. Spike it. Set. You got to dig, Riley. Dig for that ball. <laughs> How about what? What about we try to make some kind of we go uh, Indian on this thing, and we have some kind of bears worship uh, arranged marriage situation. Are you are you comfortable with your daughters having older men? Are you? I wonder if 
sisters have ever married brothers before. Oh, that yes. would be yes, that has to have happened. Right? Yeah, that'd be awesome. So Riley and Jacob, and then new baby and um, and Jack. Jack. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, I got to be honest. There's a slight, slim chance. I'm going to maybe say slim chance that Jack might be an abusive spouse. So I'm just full disclosure. I'm just saying he's got a temper on him. Uh, He likes to swing the fists. uh, But uh, and then also, uh, so you could prepare Riley, is that if she does uh, end up with uh, my fair Jacob, she is going to get a very emotional man, much like his father. (laughs) She's definitely going to be more manly than he could ever imagine to be. (laughs) <laughs> but he will be very sensitive to her emotional needs and physical needs, I believe. He will be a very oh. sensitive, uh, passionate man uh, oh. who will love her dearly and uh, not try to do any kind of experimentation on her is what I'm trying they'll to be do. Like, wow. So they'll be in the sandbox, you know, at like age, you know, five or six uh-huh. and be like, hey, what if we played – and he'll say, what if we played uh, pretend uh, – what if we played pretend every day? And she's <laughs> like, ugh, can you imagine? <laughs> That bit did not go as well as I wanted. No, it, to. it did. It landed. But it landed. It's hard because there's no live audience. Yeah, everybody knew about the. Imagine my favorite. By the way, my favorite part of that whole storyline of my life was when we added uh, Rachel Gibbs uh, to the show, and she said, "How did that go?" Like when I, said, when I like before Natalie could even respond, she was like, "Oh well, good luck with that." Like. <laughs> I also, I also, uh, the, that episode was wonderful. First of all, but second of all, everything she said, you were like. You're you're blowing my, my mind, and I'm just like common sense, Jack off. Really? Everything she said was common sense. You're like, wait, men and women are different. No, well, hold on. Men, wait, wait, men. Hold on. Want sex? What? Wait, men need sex to feel loved, and women need love to have sex. What? No, no. Like, you're an idiot. How dare you? How dare you? Come on, my show, and you. Hello, bro- men are from Mars, Jack off. <laughs> Basically, he's talking about something that's been <laughs> <laughs> Women are different. Ah. I'm doing an episode with her right after this one, so I can't wait to run this by her to see if she thinks I'm just as uh, dumb as... She's going to be like, Justin, oh, you're saying such great things. <laughs> she's oh. a therapist. That's what she's supposed to do. She picked... She's validating so, you. She's, she, she picked up that I was stressed from texting. Like, I was texting her to schedule everything. She's like... Are you okay? Smile. Like, <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking? Like, how did you, I go, yeah, I'm just stressed about this house. She goes, I could tell. Like, <laughs> And she's free. Oh, how great. Yeah. She's awesome. awesome. Getting validated for free. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> Justin, we all know you're not the sharpest crayon in the box, but. Wow. I oh, think you're taking no, this no, listener no, feedback too far now. Now you're going to insult my intelligence. Freeze. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about when it comes to, <laughs> to women. <laughs> You're like, yeah. You know, I've been with two women when I was 17 years old, so I got this locked down. Yeah, I spent my, I spent my, you know, late teens playing the field. <laughs> so I've been around. I know what's going on. I can give advice. 
Oh yeah. You're right. I'm I'm like a I'm like a pioneer man in the with <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh yeah women I got this like I could sit down with me and an Amish guy and tell tales of when we were sowing our wild oats. <laughs> I'm talking to all these comics and yeah. and uh, and actors and and people that are probably you know. <laughs> Yeah, they just bang <laughs> around on the road. You know, I mean, I've, 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 oh my gosh, I've been had a lot of girlfriends, and uh, before I met my wife in my twenties and my early thirties, and and it's like it's it really throws you for a loop. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I think the listeners and I am a little jealous sometimes because it's like you figured it out. I mean, I know Natalie, and I know the two of you together, and you guys are awesome. And it's like you nailed it, yeah. and you nailed it early, which is. Pretty freaking cool. Well, that it's that, well, it's funny. That's why that's why I'm laughing so hard at being a pioneer man. Is that I was never <laughs> even when I was 15 years old, I was never looking for just a girlfriend just to fool around with. I was never the guy who's like, if I could just get my penis into something, it was always like. <laughs> Like I, we, I was always trying to find my wife. I was like, maybe I won't find her the first time out, but I'm gonna figure. Like maybe eventually I will figure this out, and wow. uh, so that's why it's so funny. And I always knew that that was why I got married so young. It's because Natalie was the first. Natalie was one of the first girlfriends that uh, didn't have any issues with me or anything like that, and that's really all it took. All it took was her to be complacent with me, and that's enough to be my soulmate. I'm like, I'm in. I love it. And then I live with her for four or five years, and then now, it, and then it transitioned to where now she could do nothing right. So she's a lucky lady. And... <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! So, um, so let's get. I'm I'm, I'm interested. You, I know you guys are excited about the the two kids. Is there is there any fear? Do you have any trepidation of like what if I what? If, it's a weird kind of mindset because you want it, you want it to have as much as I give it. Uh, having two kids shit on the show and complain about it in my stand up, I love both my kids and I am happy that we have uh, two children and and I like being watching them see brothers. But you have this weird thing where it's like you feel comfortable because you've done it before. But you haven't done it with two children, like. And then when you have friends like Bill Glass and uh, other people that have been on this show that just don't paint a pretty picture, uh, right. it, it's hard. It's hard for you just to feel confident and like, okay, I got it. Yeah, it was. Um, we had a really rough first year with our da- with our daughter. Um, it's just my wife was like, this is not fun. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not loving being a mother. We loved our kid to death, but but it was it was very hard on us. Um, we did a lot of things wrong um, with sleeping and with with uh, and so it's like we're gonna take all that now and we're kind of excited about the second one because it's like we 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 know more than we did then so we feel like we can it can be a better experience we know it's gonna be harder with two but we just I know it's gonna be completely different but at the same time it's like we we're not we we were the okay we're just gonna breastfeed for six months and it was it was difficult yeah because. Um, it didn't go as smoothly as you think it's going. It's not puppy dogs and rainbows like yeah. everyone says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so now we're like out of the gate. We're like, if we got a supplement with formula, we're doing it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's, we're not going to be as as uh, anal as we were on the first one. And I think that makes a big difference. I'm excited about it. But yeah, we're both scared shitless. We know we're not going to sleep. We know it's going to be hard. Our house is too small, so we're also kind of in the market for looking for more space. So that's scary because that means we need more income. Yeah. But we're going to have more. We need more income, but we have less time to make that income because now we have two kids. Yep. It's you know, it's just class. This is you know, classic life. Yeah. American stupid problems while other countries are you know starving and and looking for shoes so you know but still it's like we're we are we're scared however again this is because i'm an older guy justin yeah um it's like this is it for me i mean i've got a if if i want to have if i wanted to have more than one kid it needs it needed to happen when it's happening yeah sooner rather than later i'm feeling really excited about it i mean you're you're a younger guy and You've already, you know, taken care of business and cut the cut cut that away so that you don't have any chance of having any more. So um, I, I wish I I wish that I uh, could have started at an earlier time, but I met my wife later in in my life as well. So it all kind of worked out for the best. But I'm going to be an older dad. Um, you know, you know, she's going to be graduating from high school, and I'm going to be, you know, in my fifties, which is just frightening well you Both of them. here's Both. the thing and you've taken credibility away from me uh early on in this what? uh show because uh y- while you say that you are older you you are physically younger than i am i mean you you run a lot you you do the marathons your your wife is also in uh outstanding shape and i'm sure you guys yeah. take we have to be right if we're gonna do this we have there's no choice so because here's what i feel like you are gonna have more energy uh to put into your children uh even though you're maybe what four years five years older than me then if that is uh, then i might as well be f- 10 years older than you in my energy <laughs> level and my diet so, <laughs> so so i think you'll be fine i think that anything I, so i guess what i'm saying is take any concern of me being tired and what i've said and throw it out the window because oh. I could barely ride a bicycle for 30 minutes without feeling like I, my left arm goes numb. So oh you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Oh, I, 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 hope it, I, hope it, I hope it goes well. I, I mean, we're, but you know what? It, the first one, we, the first year was so miserable that if that's our bar, then guess what? It, it's only going to get better. Even if right. it's miserable, it'll be a little bit less miserable than the first. Because so. most of that misery came from also the – it's interesting that you – it's harder because you have two children. But the fun part is that there's less stress because you realize that there is less at stake, if that makes sense. You know? Yes. With the first one, you're just like – I remember one of my stupidest moments that I had with Jacob was he was, I think, eight, seven, eight months old. And we took him into the pediatrician, and he was just – fat as fat could be like and he was just you know he just had baby fat everywhere and i was telling her i go he just sometimes he just won't eat what he usually eats and she kind of in so many words says well if he misses a meal he's not going to waste away into nothing like (laughs) and what was funny is it took her saying that to snap me out of my stupid bullshit brain because in my mind i honestly as even i couldn't i don't know if it was because i was so tired or so worried or what but i could not honestly think that if he missed a meal he could die like that was although I know that sounds completely irrational. My brain was acting as if that was the case. That was honestly what was at stake. And we yeah. didn't have that with Jack. It's like, oh, you want to eat? Whatever. Yeah, here you go. Buddy. Like, right. you oh, you missed a meal? Tough okay. Shit. Yeah. Well, you'll eat the next to go around. You know? Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, that's, how I, that's how I was. And I still have that a little bit. And I'm getting better uh, with if there's any um, sneeze or cough yeah. or sniffle, I, I'm like, don't get sick. <laughs> oh, 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 shit. What do we do? 
you know, she's coughing. Yeah. And my wife's the one that always has to talk me off the ledge. But still, but I think with the second one, you know, it's going to be like, meh, throw some uh, baby Tylenol and let's, you know, yeah. keep it moving here. Um, your whole thing with, uh, I know the couple you're talking about um, when you were talking about the tooth, the tooth stuff. Yeah. And it's like, I'm with you, man. It's like, don't be afraid to, you know, throw some, throw some, some of that. What do you call it? Uh, little teethers. Yeah, don't be afraid to get in there and, and do that now. And I, it's it's with the second one. I'm I'm like, whatever needs to happen, and it's gonna be I'm gonna be so much more chill, which yeah. is exciting because I was just so you know bubble wrap dad with Riley, and I still kind of am, but I think it's gonna that just is gonna go away. And I don't know if you've seen that commercial where they're like baby one, and the mom has a stroller and two diaper bags, and the baby, and then it's like baby number two, and she's got her purse and her yeah. keys, and it's like boom, let's go, <laughs> and a little cup of Cheerios, and that's it. <laughs> and it's so, and I'm like, damn, that is that's it. That yeah. that's, that that feels good. It's like I'm ready for that. I'm ready to to be more chill and less you know on edge and constantly you know, freaking out about every little thing and sweating the small stuff. It's amazing when you see those moms just manage two and three kids in a, in a mall or in a shopping center. And you're like, wow. And the kids yeah. just, you know, they just, they make it. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I'm like, Oh yeah, we got to have it this way. And we've got to have her strapped in and got to make sure. And being holding, I'm like holding my daughter's hand all the time if we're out in the public. And then you see kids just, you know, two and three year olds running amok, and mom's like not really even paying attention and like, wow, that's – I want to get there to a, to a point, yeah. not, to a, you know, not to a, you know. To ruin everyone like else's it. shopping experience, but yeah. Right, right. but I, I, I envy that because I've never been there. and I think it's going to – out of necessity, it's going to go down that road here real soon. It's a lesson that I've kind of picked up from watching my dad interact with my kids that I – it's an aspect of his parenting that I don't think you picked up uh, from him is that – he was always kind of indifferent to what everybody else's perception was of what he was doing with me. Like, oh. And I just don't – I never – I didn't have that in me. And, like, recently I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put the kids in a shopping cart because I'm going to go in there and I'm going to buy two pork tenderloins and then I'm going to leave. So I'm just – they're all walking. And I and it was funny to me the looks that I was getting because I realized that I corral my kids like dogs. So, like, when Jack would get too far, i go, hey, Jack, close. <laughs> and then he would go, he'd turn around and come running back close to me. i go, hey, hey, this way, let's go. Like, you know. And- it's so, it's, it's very similar. You know, I'm the same way. It's like, you know, for, you know, at some point it's like, no, no. Like they're running towards the street. And it's, it does feel like you're talking to a dog sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Get over here. Uh, I've done the yeah. kissy noise when they were babies. I did the... Like that, to get him to come yeah. to me. <laughs> well, that, so what's the noise the dog whisperer makes when he's like trying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did that to Jack recently because it's been years since we watched that show, and I did it to Jack recently, and it just buckled my wife. She was like, "Oh my god, did you just dog whisper him?" Yes, that's what our life has come to. Well, you know, we know, kids are exactly the same as dogs. I mean, yeah. we, all, oh, yeah. we all agree with that. That they're all they're you know they're my babies, and yeah. these dogs are my babies, and I treat them just like my babies. So they're my babies. These are my children. By the they're, way, they're the same. I have exactly. a joke in my act where I talk about that, and uh, it is not going over well here in Sunnyvale. I'll be honest with you. That they you got a lot of dog lovers. I guess because I say I go people. I know what it's like to have children. I had dogs. I, oh, I have dogs, shit. and I yeah. just go and I tell them. I say, you know, fuck you. Why don't you try kicking your kid and tying him to a tree in your backyard and see how far that goes? Why don't you go on vacation for a week and just leave a gigantic bowl of mashed peas in the middle of your kitchen and see how that goes with a kid? And then and, and it in like the other areas like the Midwest and stuff. They go, ah, they can laugh, yes. but for whatever reason, Sunnyvale has not been good to me this week. I'll be honest. With you. <laughs>
I'm the worst because you know I, I, people will will show up with their you know their dogs in their purse, or people will come over and they'll be they'll have their dogs. And I'm so indifferent now to dogs, and I love dogs, but I'm just like, you know, you know, some people are like, oh, dog, you know, they freak out over the dog, and I'm like, great, you brought a dog to a you know, to another person's house that yeah. you have to worry about now in their yard and in their or house. The grocery store. Does that happen house. in Colorado as much as it does in LA where people bring their dogs into a grocery store or restaurant? No, or? no because oh. most dogs in Colorado are, are more active, mountainy, dirty, mm. you know, retriever, shepherd, you know, collie kind of dogs where in Southern California you're getting a lot of the, you know, the Lap smaller yeah. boutique dogs that yeah. are really more of a status symbol than a than a child. Yeah. Well, uh, and to go back to what you were saying too earlier is uh, like panicking and how your wife has to calm you down off the ledge. Always. I, I talked about it recently on the show that Jacob had to have a filling because he got a cavity and I lost my mind. Right. And uh, it's so funny. She keeps coming up. But Rachel kind of talked me off the ledge because she pointed out that the reason I was so freaked out is because I never had a filling. I never had a cavity. And whereas my wife had a ton. So she's like, well, this isn't a big deal. And so I had to be the one to go there with him uh, to the dentist so that he could have this filling. And uh, it's so it's it is uh, embarrassing. And at the same time, it made me feel better about myself as a father that I'm literally sitting there sweating and I could feel myself getting hotter because I'm nervous and afraid for his well-being while they're drilling into him. And I'm not, I know that they're not going to hurt him, but it's more of like I'm a f- uh, fearful for his emotional state. Like I don't want him to panic and freak out and and the kid, and yeah. it was so funny because afterwards I laughed at myself because I, I go, why is it that everything with my children is an after-school special? Like, why is it that whenever something like this happens and I'm sitting there and I get choked up and I'm wiping tears from my eyes, these poor people at this dentist office, I wasn't bawling. It was more like a wow. like, like a grown man crying at a movie. And when I say that, I guess I'm really only talking about myself. <laughs> like in a movie theater, like you do the, the thumb, like, oh, I got an itch in my eye and you just, and the tear sits on your thumb nail you know that kind of thing or i'm just i keep doing that but i have a very itchy eye on both sides for whatever you know like and, and so i just keep i keep doing that and uh and i go and i go i'm very proud of you son you know? and, and he was so great and the the only downside though too is there was an aspect that i was kind of looking forward to the current uh youtube sensation of uh videotaping your kid while he's coming off the laughing gas from dental yes. work and yeah. he did not have that. The closest he had was he had a very intense conversation about the movie that he should watch when he got home from the dentist's office with a babysitter. And he was just – it was like watching your kid uh, coked out like in the early 80s. Like he just was talking a lot and talking fast. Like I, nobody else could get a word in edgewise because I got to tell you everything about Wreck-It Ralph wow. and uh, uh, the – what is it? Uh, Return of the Guardians or – what is that? Oh, now I can't remember. Legend of the Guardians, maybe, or something like that. It's with the Jack Frost. It's uh, you probably haven't seen it because you have a girl, but uh, <laughs> it's a pretty good movie. Anyway, but that I just thought I it was tell you all about Barbie. Yeah, I, I I just thought it was funny that I'm sitting there and it was all for nothing. Like he's completely fine. There's no problem with it. Do, and they, do they put him out for that? No. So what they do the and it's really interesting because the dentist that I went to, that's what uh, our dentist recommended. Because I said, hey, our son's got teeth. Like, when should he start coming to see you guys? And he said, honestly, we prefer that he goes to, like, a kid's dentist office because it's very kid-friendly. They've got pictures and stuffed animals everywhere, cartoons going. And they yeah. said that it's nice to start off on the right tone. Like, and, and, they, and so the first time you go in there and you have to pay for the cleaning because I think Jacob wasn't on our insurance or whatever. 
but you pay you go in there and you have to pay for it but they don't really do anything like they just kind of everything is easy and they like barely brush his teeth and like just kind of look at him and they go okay and then you have to pay 100 bucks and you're like well what the fuck did you do and you're like well and they laying the groundwork exactly they're kind of like well yeah. this is this is what it is and it's going to be a lot easier for him to go to the dentist now Makes and so sense. so what they did was that they said okay he they found a cavity he uh, he has no plaque on his teeth ever, but because Natalie wasn't flossing his teeth, they found a cavity in between his molars. And uh, so, what's gotta it? throw under the bus. Well, you gotta get her under that. Bus. How is it throwing her under the bus when it's fact? <laughs> is it my fault she doesn't have a podcast to tell thousands of people about my <laughs> shortcomings as a parent? No. Everybody knows anybody can have a podcast now, and if she is more than willing to try to find some flaw in me, she can find flaws in me as a husband, but very few as a father, I think. <laughs> but anyway, so so we go there, and uh, they like last minute as we're walking out the door, they go, "Oh, there's a cavity here. We see it on the X-ray and stuff." And so uh, they give him a mask, like the little nose mask, and they say they ask him what flavor he likes, and they said he has. He said, "Do you have grape?" And so they have different scented masks that uh, so you go home and you just kind of practice you put it on their nose and tell them just to breathe through their nose and then that you keep it in a ziploc bag so it holds on to a smell it smell and then you bring that back with you they hook the nitrous up to it and then they tell them okay smell the grapes uh and then he sits there and breathes in the grapes and then that just calms them down and then they put like a numbing gel on his teeth and then she goes okay i'm ready uh, and it's everything like they they've got it worked out to a science. I even went as far because I was so nervous is that I've made a note on my phone to give to her saying we didn't tell him anything about a drill. We just said he's supposed to breathe through his nose. And because I figured you guys have a system and I didn't want to muck it up. And she's like reading it in front of him. She's like, OK, yeah, this is good. You know, and so he's sitting in the chair and then the the assistant hands the needle behind his head. And then the mask blocks his view kind of of his mouth. And so she comes in very low, close to his chin. And then she has a thing that she wiggles his tooth or his, like, head a little bit. And as she's wiggling it, it, the motion, I guess, distracts him from even feeling the sensation of the needle at all. And at one point, he goes, ow. She goes, oh, did that hurt a little? She goes, okay, she goes, okay well, here, we just got to wiggle it a little bit more. And that was all he ever said as far as ow. He was totally fine. And she was wow. constantly checking in with him while she, she goes, okay, we're going to brush your teeth to get all the sugar bugs out. Meanwhile, it's a fucking power, pneumatic power drill that she's taking to his mouth. Is, and he's just like, whatever, man. And that's when you're, and that's when you're like holding back the tear. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I'm, in the, I'm sitting in a chair in the door going, oh, my God, he's doing so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm so proud of you. Son. Yeah, I, yeah it was, uh, I was a total jackass. But it's funny because – Really what that is, it's the same kind of thing that you don't know when you have the second kid. And it's the same thing that I realized that the only reason I was freaking out is because I never had a filling. And I didn't know how to help him or, or any of that stuff. Right. It probably would have made more sense for Natalie just to uh, to go with him. But, I did, oh, no, she had to work on that day. Anyway, now now I'm babbling. But um, She'd probably screw it up and he'd have another filling by the time she was done with him. Because, now, you know, now you get me. Now you get me. But listen... <laughs> You know what I? You know what I can't wrap my head around, and maybe you can help me with this. Is that I, 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 I know that the second child is going to be different from the first, mm-hmm. but I can't picture or imagine because you're like, oh, Jacob's like this, but Jack is completely different. It's like I feel like I'm going to get the exact same carbon copy of yeah. of the kid I have now. I'm like, which I got on lockdown, but of course that's not going to be the case. No. Um. So I don't know how. I mean. How, were you prepared for that? Were you thinking you were going to get Jacob number two when, yeah. when Jack was born? Or, oh, yeah. I, I just don't even know how to 
you know, think about that. It's, it's be, be so strange. A different personality? What? That's not possible. Yeah, it's weird because you you honestly do look at it and say, well, how could it be different? Because you have no frame of reference. Even though this is the weird thing about how our brains are wired. Even though you could look like I looked at my nieces and nephews and saw that there were differences between the siblings within their family. And I still said, well, it's because I have a different system. Like I'm different from them. Therefore, I will have right. a different result. But right. it, it doesn't it doesn't work out that way at all. Like it's it's and it, it, here's what I do think, in uh, my opinion, and is that there are similarities because you will raise both of them the same. So they will both. Uh, but the, the weird thing is, is that what you have to be prepared for is that they will react differently to the way that you raise them. And that's that to me is what really makes their personality show differently for you is that you're going to be like, well, this isn't uh, I don't think you understand. This isn't what your sister Riley did. Like you, right. want, you want to sit down and have a powwow uh, and say, no, you see, Riley would just lay down and go to sleep or <laughs> and you and it's weird, too. Uh, I would suggest that people who are having a second kid and maybe people who already have multiple kids would agree is that you also try to focus on celebrating the things that are easier because there will be things that are easier with the second child. But you kind of glaze over those because our brains are so in, uh, ingrained in thinking of what is hard and like focusing yeah. on working on that. But it, I think it might give you an opportunity to just to be able to take a breath and go, well, at least this one sleeps better or eats better or whatever it is, you know, yeah. whatever was difficult with. Like you might find I don't know if it's because of supply, but you just might find that the, the second daughter will breastfeed a lot easier and just take to it and it'll be fine. You know? Yeah, but. that would be awesome. I think we've talked about this before, but we had I mean, you know, it, it was we were going uh, we were living check to check. Uh, but now use that analogy with breast milk. Yeah. I mean, we were going from feeding to feeding and then my wife would try to, to pump, to get extra for, you know, to mm -hmm. fill up the freezer. We never had it. We yeah. never, ever had it. So it was, it was <laughs> six months of that. And it was really, really difficult. So yeah, we started supplementing, I think after three months because we had to, we didn't have anything, anything saved. And, um, then I hear people, you know, oh, I had freezers and freezers yeah. full of milk, and I that donated was us. it to, you know, it's like, shut up. <laughs> Damn it. That was us. That was Nat Natalie almost made so much milk, it was to a flaw. Like, she got a couple of clogged ducks because she we were so dumb about it that she would literally pump herself dry so we had extra. But then what happens is when you pump yourself dry, then it says, oh, we need even more the next time. And so oh. then her poor boobs were, like, so engorged, and then it would uh, cause a duct to clog, and that... God bless her for that. That is something I can never throw my wife under the bus is that when 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 those children are babies, like when they and they are babies and they are in her care, my wife is on it and in it to win it and will do anything like she told me she would sit there and just kind of slowly weep while she would be feeding our our son because she had a clogged duct. And I go, are you OK? And she goes, yeah, it's just I got a clogged duct. I got to just I go, well, can't we do something about it? And she goes, no. She goes, I, I called the doctor and they just said you could put a hot compress, but. It's better if he just eats through it. And she, I go, I go, and she said, it's like taking a steak knife and stabbing it in my breast and twisting it every time he, he sucks. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Like, and I just, and it's that helpless uh, father thing that you have just sitting there and watching it happen and not being able to do anything to help at all other than just maybe holding a hand or whatever. Yep. But, yep. Uh, it's the, it's the hardest thing. And I, uh, we were there too. We had the same thing. We had uh, mastitis. That's what um, it is. Yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah, we had mastitis as well, and it was, you know, it was my wife crying through feedings, and I'm like, oh my god, that is that is that's the, the hardest, oh, the yeah. worst. 
And you it's funny it's because you read so many things about everybody likes to do a hippie thing of saying, oh, breast milk is so much better. And maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. But it's kind of an un, an, a disservice to people who have difficulty because now it feels like, I don't know, but maybe I'm putting words in your guys' mouth, but it almost feels like this unnecessary sense that you failed because you yeah. can't make milk. And it's like, oh, maybe we shouldn't be doing this, blah, 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 you know? And in actuality, yeah. it's like you look at Riley. She's a perfectly healthy, happy baby. It, you couldn't yeah. even tell the difference. You know what I mean? Like. Exactly. It's, you feel, and, and we did. It's like the second we started going to formula or, or supplementing, we were like, we're failures. We we failed. We're, we're bad parents. Yep. We, we didn't do a good job. Yeah, you got to go to the doctor. Just take her back. I find another home. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm saying, now I'm like ready to like, okay, we'll supplement in the freaking hospital on day two if we have to, because yeah. you know we want we don't want to go through this this drama again. And we also know that she that. If we do supplement, it's not the end of the world. The yep. kid's still going to grow. You know, we buy the stupid double-priced organic formula, mm -hmm. um, which might be completely dumb, but it's like what makes me feel a little bit better. So it makes me sleep better yeah. at night. So I'll pay the money, and there Who you go. Who cares? I, I do like the the oxymorons of organic formula. Like I like that. No, exactly. It is totally <laughs> oxymoron, and I put the moron in that. <laughs> um, but you're also the one giving your kid. Uh, Cookie crisp cereal with organic soy milk. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, that's what, that's what we do. We give them Lucky Charms, but it's organic horizon uh, with omega omega fatties to uh, for brain development. FHA omegas for brain development. While they're eating Lucky Charms and going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, our kids go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs in the most intellectual way possible because their milk helps their brain. It's snack time. Here's your farm-raised organic <laughs> carrots and flaming Hot Cheetos. Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so true. So true. You know what's weird? We have to. Um, my wife had a uh, C-section on the first one, uh -huh. and also because of our of her age, we have to. We're, we get to pick our child's birth date. What? We have a We we have, you have a, like a window. Another thing is, yeah, we'll basically have a two week window where it's like, okay, uh, it's this. This is your little window. When do you want to come in and get this done? And uh, it, it's not. A, we don't have a choice on this one either. It's like. Because because if if we tried to go natural and there was a problem, there's a like a ten minute window where they'd have to do the C section, or there could be huge yeah, it's problem. just easier. I always thought that once you have a C section, you always have to have a C section because of the situation of like having to be sutured up, sutured up at some point. Like not officially, but oh, okay. but they the, suggest. It, they say, and then for the for the the age thing, they're like, "Yep, we gotta do this because we, again, and it's all for the protection of the mother." Because yeah. it's like they're they're saying, you know, we we have to protect the mother in this situation. So, yeah. um, so that's kind of cool. And her uh, the the due date is the end of October, beginning of November. So, oh. like, do we want a Halloween baby, or is that weird? Are we gonna have too many weirdos out that night, or or you know, do we want to wait till November first and just do it on eleven one? So yeah. That it's kind of cool. Eleven one thirteen. That's uh, <laughs> that's not a bad. That's a, not a bad. Yeah, because it's one 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 one. That's what I would choose if I have any kind of say. Yeah. In this. All right. Uh, listeners, send in your emails to Joseph Bear's Pick is we're gonna <laughs> let's have a contest for an have iPad. Pick the new Bears baby's birth date. Uh, winners are gonna get not only that, but a prize package of a dad podcast coffee mug and t-shirt and grocery yes. bag, as well as having the right to choose the very day that Bears will birth his child. 
You know what Uh-oh. else? You can then call into the show, and Justin will have a crush on you so fast. So oh, my you're... gosh. That's a given. If you're listening to the show, I already have a crush on you. That oh, is already. I, if you you're paying. If, if you're pa- man. Yeah, if you're paying the $2 a month or $24 a year, I masturbate to you. I want that oh. to. I, that is definitely a given. That's a given for all, especially you moms. I'm sure that makes you feel very comfortable, those moms. Every time you see that $2 fly out of your monthly statement, I want you to know. That's what daddy's doing. He's giving you the old one-handed salute. <laughs> <laughs> like the, uh, the things I've been posting on the wall? Listen. I do. I just saw, I was just going to uh, talk to you about the, uh, the recent article, that the guy who has the blog where he kind of said that, you know, it's, I'm tired because I have three kids that are under five. And I don't, it's so funny that it's interesting to me that you kind of enjoy having those kind of validations. And maybe that's why people like listening to this show so much is to realize that they aren't, you aren't by yourself in these thoughts, you know, like you're not, like there's one that really resonated with me, uh, especially recently with this whole bullshit about being so stressed out about the house that when he said that uh, you're not a horrible uh, father or parent, just because you yell at your kid, he's like, they're little dictators. And you know what I mean? And, and it's yeah. not like this guy's an expert. He's not a doctor. He's, you know, he's just a guy who's raising three little children too. But for some reason, because his uh, opinions are in text that, and I relate to them, I'm like, okay, good. All right. good. You know? <laughs> it's not just me. It's not just me. Oh yeah. I'm pulling it up right now. I mean, it's just to actually look at it from a realistic and, and I, I'm the, I can sometimes be the, the most guilty. If I have my kid all day, I, I, I'm counting the hours and then minutes until she falls asleep. Yeah. I've, I've had those days. It's hard to admit, but I've, I've been there it's, and I've done and it. And I don't know why. I, I really wish that I could find a way to make this funny because I would really like to discuss it in my act because I really, it's so interesting that as a society, I don't know. Like, here's my fear. My honest to God fear on this is that we have people uh, that look at us, like if we could have these people that I like to make fun of that on this show uh, listen to the show and go, like, I guess there's an element that what if I am a white trash parent? You know what I mean? Like who I would look at and a mom who barely looks at her kid and doesn't change the diaper or any of that stuff, like that I would go, I don't know if I agree with your methods. You know what I mean? Like, and then have these other people who are super, I imagine to be super PC and stuff and that, and that if I am failing, but when so many, so much of who I am and a part of my, my life is like, but that's, I feel like that's normal. Why can't that just be normal? Cause I'm the same way. Like I'd be, I'll be sitting there and I go, man, if I could, I, like Jack has slept recently for easily three to three and a half hours, sometimes four hours. Cause I think he's going through a growth spurt. And then we went and played with some uh, friends of ours. So he was just going nuts and I yeah. loved it. Like I was like, Oh, thank God, this is great. And then I have that thought of like, is that sad that I, that I, that I don't want to play with my kid or that I don't want him there. Like I just want to be able to sit and watch TV or play video games. Like what's wrong with me. And then because I travel for my job, like I, like I, I tweeted this last night and um, I I said that I go, I miss, I I do. I miss, I have these weird things where I, I, I could smell them, my sons and I, I miss hugging them and, and talking to them. And then I go, why can't I have, I, I, and I said, I go, I hope I can hang on to this feeling when I get home, because sometimes I feel like I get home and then I'm thrown into it. Or maybe I'll have a day or two hours before I'm like, okay, it's time to fucking listen. And I really, and people who have older children, maybe you can laugh at me or write into the show and tell me that either I'm right or I'm way off. But I really think that it has to do with their age right now, that 
that there's going to come a time when they get uh, when they get older and a little less dependent, and when both of them are older. Like if both of them are above the age of four or five, that then it's like there's there's some conversations that can happen, and that there's at least an understanding. And because I feel like these these early parts of their life are nothing but them testing boundaries. And that's right. what really weighs us all down and makes like that guy who wrote that blog post makes you feel exhausted because 90% of your parenting is just constantly drawing lines in the sand. That's, that's all you do. There's no stimulation. And like he said, there are these magical moments of cuteness and, and stuff like, like Jacob saying that he goes, are we almost to the dotted line on this house? You know, in, in so many words saying, oh, I just, that's cute. it's very cute. It's very fucking adorable. And, uh, and then there, but nine, but that's those are so small and so isolated, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know that that's that's what I'm banking on right now. Yeah, I, I, one thing that really resonated with me in that article, and I think it's on your on your dad podcast Facebook page, but um, if it's not, everyone should read it. But I'll put what it up I love there. Is that he feels it, you're not a terrible parent if you're not giving proper discipline all the time, and yeah. you know, cause I have that moment where I. I can be, and, and it's okay to tell your kid that you're sorry because of the way that you acted. Because yeah. I mean, I've had moments where I've just, you know, gone off on my kid, and and I'm just like, God, what a, I'm an asshole, mm-hmm. you know? Why? And then you look back and you're like, Oh, I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have been more calm. She doesn't understand, you know. And I'm like, Stop whining, and I'm just like freaking out about my daughter whining about something very simple. <laughs> she doesn't understand what stop whining means. She doesn't understand that. That it's like I just need to take that moment, and it's it's okay to have bad parenting moments, and and get let yourself off the hook a little bit because I sometimes I don't let myself off the hook, and I wrestle with this like, and I'm like I hug her tighter, and she's like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Sorry yeah. that I yelled at you. I'm, ah, yeah. I'm, a, bad, I'm a bad dad. I have. Oh, a, it's so funny to hear you say that because having yeah. known your wife and you, there's this element for me that I'm like, I could not imagine you guys having any aspect of that and interacting with your daughter as well. That it just seems like you guys seem so m- mellow and chill. And I, I maybe we're all wired that way, where we're all wired to think, well, everybody else except for me has this yes. figured out. Like, <laughs> you know, everybody else is doing it right. Justin. Here's the thing. When I see you with your kids, I'm like, oh, man, him and Natalie have this lock. Like, like we all went um, to that restaurant before your show in Denver, yeah. and Natalie and the two kids were there, and I was just watching the two of you rock it out. Like, you guys had a system. You were like a well-oiled machine when it was like, food, check, walk around, change a diaper. One goes to the bathroom. One's playing, you know, playing coloring at the table. I'm like, these guys are freaking super parents, and I really. Uh, as a parent, oh, absolutely! Wow. But I think that you look at, the, but then you look at me and our, and, and you know, we come over and go to the go swimming or whatever with yeah. our kid, and and you're like, wow, these guys, you know, these guys have got it. And I, I it's so funny. I, yeah, I'm, I'm always. Every time I see parents, I'm like, wow, they've got it figured out. I Well, that's what I, I see the pictures that you have on Facebook or when we get your guys' lovely Christmas cards and stuff. If you like – there's uh, Riley fishing by a lake or something, and I'm like, my kids hate going outside, and I'm failing. They, you know, but like, I, go, I, wish that, I wish that I could send them to like a bear's camp. Like, they, like you could go, and then you could go hiking with them and teach them to enjoy that stuff when – most likely they might not they'd be like oh this sucks like i don't know but you know what i mean like but it is funny that your brain is naturally wired to go even though you and you and i have had conversations and laughed about oh it's so hard to have a little kid you know kind of thing but yeah that's i've never honest to god i've never heard those words of anybody looking at me and my kids and going wow they got a system they got it figured out like that's never happened to me dude your wife is posting photos of just her with her your two kids 
at Disneyland, and it looks like everything's calm. Everything's. I mean, of course, people aren't going to send pictures of right. having meltdown right. on Facebook. Right. Um, but your wife's like, you know, you send what a great day, and they're both riding, they're both happy. I mean, I can't even imagine going to a theme park with just me and two kids, I, or just my kid almost. I'd be yeah. like, Ugh, yikes. I told um, her not to go because I feel like, uh, even like this is funny because it's like almost a show within a show in that. Uh, I'm mis I'm misrepresenting, I guess, your life, uh, just like you're misrepresenting mine, and then I'm even misrepresenting my own life within my own marriage. Because when my wife tells me I'm going to go to the Disneyland with the kids, and I'm going to be like, I go, no, no, because you can't go five days at the house without calling me with some kind of situation or needing to take a child to the hospital. Why would you make? Why do you need to up the ante? What's where is the difficulty level needed? Just make it easy. Just sit and put them in a closet, drug them, something to. Oh. An, and totally. uh, it's you're right. That's so. I guess the only thing that I that I've now learned from this conversation is that in reality, that I I really think that there's a chance that our own kind of quote unquote attitude kind of dictates the mood of our children to a certain extent. But it's unfair. It's an unfair expectation to put on ourselves to think that we have to be happy all the time or that we have to be completely understanding and completely patient. When in actuality, that is not life. That's that's no. and, and that's what I'm a big fan of with in raising my kids because I think that's what my dad did is that everything that he did with me always represented how the real world will be when I left the house. There was always some element of that 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 always informed him and his parenting and I don't know. I appreciate it now as a grown up and I don't I don't have the memory of uh really hating him or anything like that like I sometimes think that my kids are going to do or they're going to look back. I often I I do have a lot of light at the end of the tunnel thoughts where I I daydream about uh my kids looking at me because I'm like, "Oh my god, I hug him and I kiss it." Like Jack especially is like, "Ow." Like he's like, "Stop. <laughs> like leave me alone." Like cuz I keep, I keep hugging him, you know? And yeah. I wonder if I will be that dad that that uh I don't see myself in that light, but I could see how I could be painted that way where I'm the the huggy feely dad and I'm the only uh, I'm the father of the groom that's crying at the wedding, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and that there's an element that they're like, oh, dad, but I'm, I'm my, my daydream fantasy is that they'll appreciate it and that go at least like, you know, so it's a way that I show that I care or whatever, I guess. But I do have a lot of those kind of daydreams and go once I can get it to where you're not shitting yourself. And uh, I don't need to carry five pounds of equipment to leave the house. I think uh, my boys and I could go have adventures in the afternoon. Like, I just yeah. like the idea. And it's unfair to Jack, but I also have a lot of times uh, where I think about, I go, man, it would be so great if Jacob, like when I go home tomorrow, it would be so great that I could pick up Jacob from school and he and I could go see After Earth because he loves going to the movies and he loves any kind of movie. It doesn't matter if it's rated R, PG-13, whatever. He loves it. And wow. and I go, great. I would love to have a movie buddy. But then the problem is that I got to pay a babysitter 17 bucks an hour to take care of Jack because Jack can't do that. He doesn't understand to sit and be quiet and all that stuff like Jacob can. But eventually, we will both be able to go, and I could go take my children to inappropriate movies and expose yes. them to violence and uh, make the world a little bit of a better place. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You can all gather around the, the TV and watch Dexter. And, yeah. Uh, oh, we got to talk about this. You, you would be fun to talk to about this with, uh, and then we got to wrap it up because I know you have to catch a flight. Are you okay on time? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, I actually did uh, show Jacob uh, an episode of The Walking Dead. He saw the pilot because I know I think the last time you and I talked, that was on the agenda. 
Oh, the pilot with the little girl, the half girl yep. on the bicycle. Yep. Oh, you asshole. Yep, yep. Now, but here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. I know that there are people judging me, and this is honestly something that there's an inkling of me that goes, what if I did do something? Because you don't really know. You don't really have an understanding. But there's a bigger part of me that goes, he didn't care. He on, Like, he just sat there looking at it. And I said, now here's the thing. I go, I want you to know, this is all fake. None of this is real. I said, they put a bunch of like makeup, like the, it's almost like Play-Doh, but they try to make it look real because that's part of the fun of watching shows like this is people like to feel a little scared. And I go, I go, yeah. that's fun. And he's like, yeah, 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 just hit play. Like he's kind of like, let's just yeah. get into this. And I go, if at any point it gets too scary, I go, you let me know and we'll talk about it. All right. And he's like, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So we're watching it. And then he kind of – he's looking at it, and there's a part in his face that I could tell he looks like maybe he's a little scared or a little confused or freaked out. And I go, now you know this is all fake. And then I go, they're all wearing makeup. But then he didn't understand – so he thought that that was part of the story, that the, the, the sheriff didn't understand that these people were all making like – so there was, an oh. el- there was an element of it that I thought was really funny where my son uh, for a moment misinterpreted the storyline of The Walking Dead to be an exaggerated prank show a la Truman Show. Like <laughs> this is all right. – this is all just a really funny hidden camera event for this one sheriff who got shot on a freeway. And they're like, it's going to be really funny, guys. Let's get this together. And he's going to like this a lot. He's turning 40 soon. He's always – wanted to have something like this you know wow and i go well in the show in the show it, they think it's real that's the idea but I, but in real life there are there is no such thing as zombies and i feel like the only therapy issue i'm going to deal with is that if this zombie apocalypse does eventually happen that's where i'm going to fail him as a parent he will feel betrayed <laughs> he will feel lied to i think you're in the clear my, my perspective <laughs> is <laughs> my my perspective is I don't judge you. I wouldn't do it. And uh, my only thing is I wouldn't do it. But I I have no judgment. And I think that you are always talking about how you frame it and how you present it, which I think is the most important thing. And that's why I don't judge it at all. I think it's the parents that just puts anything on TV and walks away because you're all, you know, you always have conversations and you're explaining and you're like right there. You're in it to win it. You're not like putting Walking Dead on and then going on your computer and working. Yeah. That's a big difference. Yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. It's the kids that, you know, are latchkey kids that can watch anything they want at like age 10, 11, 12 that probably turn into, you know, the serial killers. Yeah. Yeah, and I, or 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 just you know bad kids, not not bad kids, but no, I know what you mean. Something's it's, off because they don't have a, someone to bounce off their their feelings and their questions of because there's you know parents that just aren't there emotionally, yeah, um, or aren't there to talk to. So I think just the fact that you're an, uh, aware and you're present is. Is is the reason why personally I don't judge you. Well, Maybe the only the only real flaw that I think I have is there is also an element of me doing it because I think it's funny. I think it's funny that it would bother other people. So that's the only part that I think is unfair to my child. That I'm like the the more people go, you, I can't believe your son has seen anything on Dexter. The more it makes me want to go. All right, what's what is the pinnacle? And I felt like he was asking about it. It's not like I I forced it upon him or anything like that. But uh, I just I like the idea that and he. Here's the thing. He watched the whole pilot. 
and uh, and afterwards was utterly disappointed. Like he was, he could, he was like, and not like, well, that was horrible. I just go, okay. And he goes, is that it? And there was a part of me that goes, maybe this is too much. Maybe this is too much. And I waited till it was over and he understands that the credits go. And he does that kind of stuff where if the credits go, he's like, let's watch another one. Like whenever we're watching Spider-Man, the old cartoon show or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or whatever, he's like, let's watch another one. And uh, or if we do a video game level, he's like, let's do another one. I go, okay. So the credits happen, and he goes, that's it. And I go, yeah. I go, well, that was the that was the first episode. But I go, do you like it? And he was like, yeah. And then he was like, well, let's watch some SpongeBob. Like he like he wasn't yeah. he wasn't affected by it. He didn't have nightmares that night. Has never talked about it since then. Uh, yeah. But it's it's like it was it was very interesting for me because now here's the thing if his mother was sitting there going oh my gosh oh my gosh like just constantly reacting like she always does i think that would heighten it for him and then he would like to watch it to watch her squirm like that would become the new thing like is this scary to you mom like he likes doing that stuff because when i told her that we watched the walking dead she was like oh oh and she goes she goes that's too scary for mom he goes no it's not it's not scary you should watch it like you know kind of thing but i just i just like it on people mom yeah it's just plato you trust me and he does say stuff like that he goes mom zombies aren't real it's just makeup it's like he repeats what you tell him but i mean yeah and people that that have something to say about whatever you're doing it's just you just just shut up. You want to punch him in the face. Well, nobody has. There's everything. I think every, all the responses that I've gotten from that is more people kind of laughing. And that's that's the nice thing about the little community that we have around this show is that it is built on the concept of like, listen, we're all, we're all just trying to do the best we can. And everybody's got different tactics. And I'm not here to tell you what's right or wrong. We're just here to share information, I guess, for lack of a better way of putting it. And if you want to show your kid Dexter and I can laugh at it and make fun of you for it, that's okay by me. Like that. Because yeah. I love it. I honestly honestly love it when the listeners uh, post anything that they, they tie it back into, oh, oh, this you won't do, but because uh, or well, somebody said something like he's too busy showing them uh, a Dexter season or they're doing a season marathon of Dexter or something. Or that's why oh, that's why he can't do this or whatever. And I love all that stuff. I love well, I'll tell you one funny. Ju- I know we got to do moments of the week, but I'll yeah. tell you one funny story uh, back when uh, Riley was maybe four months old and still breastfeeding. We took her. My sister came in town. Uh, and we went to a Rockies game, the uh, b- baseball team in Denver. Mm-hmm. So we took her to a Rockies game at four months. And so we're coming in, and uh, my wife has Riley in the, what do you call it, the snuggly? Sling. Yeah, or yeah, yeah, the snuggie. Whatever it is, yeah. And the woman taking the tickets was, like, obviously retired. And she looks at my wife and gives her this nasty look. Really? Says, isn't she a little young for a baseball game? And my sister looks at the lady and says, aren't you a little old to be tearing tickets? <laughs> <laughs> and then we walked in and I'm like, that was a home run right there. That, that was, was great. That was killer. Wow. But it's like people that judge anything you're doing. And, and you know, it's that whole gro- grocery store is the most perfect um example yeah. of it's concentrated you know, there yeah so concentrated of of people looking at you and and going wow you know judging you and having everyone's got to have has something to say and nine times out of ten it's 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 women i'm sorry that have something to say and i, I it makes me crazy and then i think it gets concentrated even more when it's just you with the kid yeah it's just the guy with the yep. kid women love to have something snarky to say it's that whole stupid yep. huggies um 
that Huggies commercial where uh, men are idiots. Yeah. Let's see if they can. Let's see if they can. Can go they change a diaper hours. for all day? Because they probably won't. Which is why we made Huggies for your husband. <laughs> These are the diapers you can leave alone with your ha- man to handle your child, and he will be just fine for three weeks. He won't need a diaper change. Makes me crazy. It makes yeah. me crazy. So I just, I just love it when uh, there's those moments where you can just kind of snap back and have that perfect retort of just like, you know what, lady, just shut up, and uh, we're gonna go. We want to go watch the Rockies, and and just because we have a kid doesn't mean our life's over. We right. can still um, do stuff. And- well, it's so funny to me because like we kind of did that. We didn't uh, obviously confront anybody, but it was also us kind of joking because we went on a cruise uh, to Mexico. And the whole idea was that uh, we had two friends that were on the cruise that had two kids as well. And so we left our kids. And then there was another uh, two couples that were with us that did not have children. Uh, well, one of them had like a teenager. So that was different. But anyway, we, there were people there that had like four or five month old babies on this cruise. And we kind of did like, whoa, look at these guys, you know, like, and there was an element of it's because we get to make fun because we didn't have ours. But there was also an element of us going like, why, why? I don't understand why. And to me, that is very different at a bas- uh, baseball game because you're just sitting there watching a very mellow, chill sport. Like maybe there's a, some peanuts and Cracker Jacks involved, I understand, because I listen to their radio station. But, you know. Because you live in 1953. <laughs> you, get, you get the opportunity of putting a, an oversized foam finger that's bigger than your child on her arm. And, you know, it's why rob you of those experiences? She's just going to sit there and breastfeed anyway. Maybe she has a nip slip, some kind of wardrobe malfunction. Function. Another Rockies fan gets to partake in the jumbo, jumbotron. Right, <laughs> let everybody enjoy the beauty that is your wife. There's this is a win-win scenario. But even bigger than that, what I love is I love that your sister, because she's your sister, is so much what I love about hanging out with you. Is like when we do those events, when we would do those Barney things or whatever, uh, and, and we put all those stanchions around. This is one of my favorite moments. We put all these stanchions around, and then Grandma had the kid, and the kid runs underneath the stanchion. And goes, oh, I'm sorry, Grandma, Grandma. Yeah, the, the kid has to stay over there. And she goes, oh, well, she just wants to see uh, Barney. You go, yeah, but you see these right here. This this means that you have to wait in line over there to go see Barney. That's why we put these up here. She goes, oh, well, I try to hold on. I'm I'm going to need you to try harder then. (laughs) And it just makes me so happy inside. So the idea of even your, your, your sister being quicker on the draw, like, aren't you too old to be drawing tickets? Like makes me want to see an arrested development esque show on the bears family. Like all like mom, dad, everybody gets together and just has snarky comments for rude people all over America. (laughs) (laughs) My wife is so embarrassed of me because I am the, you know, I say, I, I don't filter a lot when, there's people who are rude or or judging. Yeah. I get right in there and I and I question them. I think we were together on a gig, and we were at a restaurant at a, with a patio situation. Do uh-huh. you remember this? Yeah. We were talking and laughing, and some old guy was like commented on what we were talking about. Uh-huh. Like he was like, "Oh, you guys, something like that." And I'm like, well, "What's that, East Mister East?" Yeah, that's right. you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I, mean, I have no filter and it took yeah, it was in the south somewhere we were at that. that barbecue joint wasn't it it was like yes. a barbecue yes yeah i remember what's that eavesdrop and then he was like chatting us up like we were friends and you're like okay like <laughs> all right if you're gonna just jump right in but it's like i just I, I i feel like sometimes people need to be called out on stuff like that it's they like, do you know, and it feels good to do it like i never did it 
And then uh, recently, I've kind of had moments of doing it. I've dropped a few fuck-offs like, like that, which feels amazing. Oh, my God, that feels good. I cannot recommend that, especially if you got kids and you got one of the, You always just that should have one of those chambered that if somebody says something stupid, guess what? There is little to no repercussion because usually they're so self-absorbed, they're not even hearing what you're saying anyway. So you just go, ah, fuck right. off. And then you just keep going with your life, you know? But my wife, oh, my God, I used to be embarrassed and angry. She did it recently where we were at McDonald's. And I having this conversation, I need to go back and go, you know what? It's okay that you act that way because I like it. But we're at the McDonald's drive-thru, and I was just tired and stuff. And so she goes, they give us all the sodas, and she takes a drink of her soda. She goes, this is Diet Dr. Pepper. And so I go, oh, okay, this is Diet Dr. Pepper, evidently. And I gave it back to the guy. And then the guy goes, okay. And then uh, he gives her another one. And she goes, this is Diet Dr. Pepper again. And I go, well, babe, I go, come on. After attempt number two, I go, just just take it. Let's just get the fuck out of here. We have Dr. Pepper back at the house, you know. And so to make a point, my wife gets out of the car at the drive-thru and dumps her medium Dr. Pepper in the flower bushes. Like, they're like, like I don't need this fucking shit. And like puts it back on. And then the guy's like sitting there looking at this poor 17-year-old dude is like, um, do, do you just want a Coke? Like, because I can get you a Coke. <laughs> And I go, Jesus Christ, why do you have to be such a bitch? Is what I said to her, you know? <laughs> but in retrospect, I should have been more cool with it. Go, well, how about you taste it? Let's get everybody, like, why not have fun and laugh about how, because that's what I was really angry about. I'm like, we're at fucking McDonald's. We're not, we're not tasting a, a 1942 cab from the cellar at Fogo de Chao. It's a fucking Coke from McDonald's. Why are you so worried about how it hits your palate, you crazy son of a bitch? You know? <laughs> But what I should have done was celebrated that moment and said, that's right. We're all assholes in this Warsham clan. I love your wife. Oh, I, I do you. too. Yeah, I, I, I do. And I think uh, what's a nice, um, ta- nice takeaway from this is that um, we should all sometimes tell our friends with kids, like, I, 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 I like the way you do this. I like the way yeah. that you, you It's like that you guy. Are. That guy said that in that article at the end. He goes, if you see somebody else who has kids, you know, he goes, go up to them, put your hand on their shoulder and say, you're doing a good job. And he said, brace yourself for them just to break down and cry. <laughs> Dude, I'm creepy at the airport. If I see a, a pa- one parent with a one or two kids traveling on an airplane, yeah. so I'm constantly going through security. I'm constantly mm-hmm. in a different airport. I am like creepy. Like I, I, I give them that. Yeah, I, I got one too. And people are like, whatever, fuck off. Yeah, I yeah. Isn't that weird? Because I've but done I'm that creepy, with moms guys. a lot. I'm just like you're doing. I, I, I'm just like, yeah, it's tough, and you're doing a great job. I, I really kind of support that now, and I've, I've always done that because it's like I almost. Like, oh, man, I'm in the trenches with you, and I'm, like, Mr. Helpful yeah. security with, like, oh, let me help you with your, you know, because you have to put the stupid stroller through the x-ray that barely fits, yep. and your kid's got to, you know, this mom was trying to wrangle three little girls by herself, and I'm like, you know, little girls. Yeah. God bless you. That's rough, man. Yeah, and I, I've done that where my first mistake was I offered to help with the children, but that's uber creepy. That's so now crazy. I've learned yeah, to offer know. to help with the luggage. I go, here, you Very. go with the kids. I'll, I can get this stuff for you if you want. And they, But they do. There's a lot of them that kind of go, no, no, I got it. Like, leave me alone. Like, <laughs> I'm like all You right. know why? Because they're used to no one offering help. Yeah. Or you, I think it was you that sent me that uh, that list of parents that are nailing it or whatever, or maybe it was another article about the they everybody gave out they had like two hundred little sacks of candy that uh, and they said here's the thing we have these two newborns they've never been on a plane before and they had notes and they said we're doing our best no matter what if you, we have earplugs for everybody on the plane if you want to come and get some please do and these are our seat numbers and they asked the stewardess to give that to everybody in the plane and. And I go, you know, what's funny is that that's a cool thing, but it's almost sad that that's what everybody has to be reminded of. 
my uh, before we had Riley, my wife, uh, a friend of mine had to go to Chicago with newborn twins, and she asked my and my wife was like, I'm gonna go with you and help you because they were they were uh, gonna be in Chicago for a month for for work. Mm -hmm. So my they she offered to pay my wife, uh, pay for her flight to help her wrangle two kids. Uh, two newborn twins yeah. on a plane to get to Chicago and then do all the and because they were moving into a little apartment long story longer but but more importantly on the flight the kids lost their shit mm -hmm. you know as what five months old are yeah. apt to do and at the uh, as it's happening she um, she stood up my wife's friend uh, stood up and said I'm buying drinks for everyone in these rows and bought everyone <laughs> and bought everyone drinks that's great and every and everyone was just like so happy and drunk and, uh, and they were like you don't have to do that drunk yeah. they're like you don't have to do that and she was like no it's my pleasure because everyone no one was mean or weird and she bought everyone drinks in the row and my wife was like that's pretty freaking awesome that is cool i like and, and it's a power move i too i like that. <laughs> I like that it's like you know what it's like it's like embracing it's like instead of like trying to you know yeah, be, yeah. embracing the loudness exactly like, well this is where we are let's all go on this ride together and that's what i'm taking from this episode is that i'm going to embrace my wife's bitchiness in the same manner i'm gonna be like damn right get this woman a fucking dr pepper look at her she works hard for this shit we Why work not? hard to pay our five dollars for a burger and a coke here. Yeah. <laughs> it'll Why lead not? to a happier marriage and uh maybe it'll make me more of a man if i actually tell somebody to fuck off all right uh let's hurry up so we get you on your plane uh we'll do a little moment of the week you made them and sometimes you want to choke the living shit out of them. But occasionally they give you that one sweet moment. This is that moment. Moment of the week brought to you by Stitcher. The free app that handles all your podcasting needs without having to sync to your computer. Stream all your favorite podcasts right to your Droid, Blackberry, or iPhone. Just go to the dadpodcast.com and click on the Stitcher logo on the left-hand side. It's free, people, and they give us money if you do it. I don't know why I did it that way, because the intro just played. But anyway, uh, my moments of the week, uh, it's, I'm away from home, but uh, I, it was pretty uh, cute in that uh, as I was doing like all this house stuff and everything, I'll do Jack first. Uh, uh, Jack, um, <laughs> we've had babysitters come by so that I could either a take Jacob to do the dentist or we, I had to go do inspections for the home. And it's just been really cute that, uh, Jack could be the biggest asshole in the world and is just super cranky in the morning. But the minute that sitter walks in the door, he just turns on like, Hey, like, and he turns into like a host of like, welcome to my house. Even though this person is clearly in charge of him, he goes and he takes my hands like, come here, let me show you around. Like he kind of does this vibe of like, we, you know, toys, toys, you know, and he points to this Dude. stuff and then he runs around and they have these little sticky guys that they stick to the ceiling and, uh, and he's been, you know, throwing that up there. And, uh, and I know I already told the story too, but he did this with the babysitter where he, he's carrying around this old GPS that we have and using it as a phone and like laughing into it, mocking me. I know, uh, cause he's mimicking me. <laughs> uh, but with Jacob, it was really cute. Natalie told me this story. I wasn't there for this, but, uh, he, they went to target or whatever. She always, uh, I was talking with my friends about it, how much money she blows through when I'm on the road. It's like, it's, it's really not cost effective for me to work. Like really, that's the yeah. other reason why I need everybody's help to kick down two bucks a month for this show. Because if I can make this my job, it's going to save me a lot of money too. Because like, I, uh, she's at target and I guess Jacob saw this like Ninja Turtle light and a, and a pillow types thing. It's like a plush pillow toy. Yeah. 
And so she's like, she goes, Mom, can I, can I please have this? And uh, he had been, I guess, very well behaved, which I always think is funny that my wife thinks that we have to Uber reward good behavior instead of just expect right. it. But um, right. <laughs> so she's like, he's been so good. And I go, oh, honey, maybe later, you know, maybe you could put it on your list for your birthday. And instead of throwing a fit, he goes, OK. And he walked back. He wasn't sad. He goes, OK. And he walks back. And he, this is where he nailed her. He turned and he goes, he like kind of did a little sigh and looked back at her and he goes, please mom i really really like this but like didn't have any whiny tone or anything and just fucking hooked her hooked her like a marlin (laughs) just brought her in so she's like all right come on your dad's gonna kill me and then he adds the cute factor and goes no mom he won't kill you he loves you Ooh, that kid is smart. Yeah, he's i was like oh man he got you hook line and sinker You know what? To have a kid not whine, though, I know. Is, you're, that's like that's a win. Especially I mean, that, Jacob. A, especially Jacob. He's kind of a oh, whiner. Yeah. yeah, he's kind of a whiner. That's huge. Yeah. Well, th- there you go. So maybe my stop. If you whine one more time, I'm going to lose my shit. Maybe yeah. Eventually, <laughs> maybe we'll get a, we'll get through that. Since Riley's what you know, six months behind Jacob. So yeah. Yeah. You're good. The day's there. coming. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, for for us, uh, it's funny that you mentioned because mine is uh, about fishing. Um, we take Riley up to Grandma's house, which is uh, uh, up a mountain. They live in this little mountain town. So we'll go up there, and there's a lake. And every now that we've gone it a couple times, she's like, go fishing, go fishing. All she wants to do is go fishing. How cute. So I uh, uh, went to uh, Walmart and bought uh, – and there were um, all the fishing poles for kids. And I'm looking at them all, and I'm like, which one do you want? She saw a Barbie fishing pole. So I bought my kid a Barbie fishing pole. Yeah. Uh, which is hilarious, and uh, she <laughs> loves it. And it's got a little fake, um, a little uh, fish that you can tie onto the end of it and and practice casting. Oh. It's one of those little Zempo, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, where you click it and throw. And, yeah. and this kid has figured out how to, you know, you have to like push the button, throw it, and then release your thumb at the same time as you're throwing for the for the line to go out wow. and then reel it in. She's got it down. She's doing great. So I took her down to the lake and. Um, Oh, she all she wants to do is throw, and I'm I'm using a real thing with a real hook and a real worm, and uh, she she has once she sees me doing that, she wants nothing to do with her fishing pole. She wants Daddy's fishing pole, and she only wants to sit in my lap, and basically she enjoys, which is so strange for a four year old, but she she all she wants to do is sit on the on the bank. Uh-huh. In my lap and just fish and just reel it in oh. and cast it out and reel it in and it is it is the best feeling of all time because she doesn't want to do it by herself she wants to be with me doing it it's like something that we're doing together oh. and it's like she's really craving that it's something that she doesn't do with her mom or her grandma it's like her and daddy's thing and it like crushes my heart and I could just sit out there and we've never caught a fish. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter it's that's not the point and that's um and I'm, I'm such a big fan of of her enjoying that and it and again uh she's really is you're, you're right she's very much an outdoor kid and wants to be outside all the time to a point where i'm like i can we please put in a movie and sit on the couch in the in the air conditioning and it's like and then i have to check myself and it's like this kid wants to be outside yeah. wants to run around wants to go to the park i gotta embrace that yeah and, and go for it and it it makes me a better, you know, I'm getting out, getting more exercise and getting more, you know, being outside. It's, it's, you know, the weather's turning nice in Colorado. So it's pretty awesome. So yeah, fishing is our new thing when, and, and she's 
really, really into it, and it's it's pretty special. I imagine if Shannon watches you do this, her ovaries are on fire. I just <sighs> imagine like she's just like, oh my oh, yeah. god, I want to tear your clothes off right now. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She's she's really sweet. She has those moments of watching us together, and she's. You know, she'll like have a little tear in her eye, yeah. um, just because you know we 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 are we're pretty close. She's definitely a daddy's girl, and we're definitely you know very close. And I'm like, yeah, you're never ever uh, going to date ever in your life. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm the only man in your life forever. Um, Kudos to you, by the way, for having it to where she isn't like uber obsessed with the catching of the fish. Maybe I don't know if it's because she's never seen anybody catch a fish or. No, she's actually before when she was younger, she's seen me catch fish. Okay, she'd be out on the on, you know out there with us and watch me and grandpa um, catching fish. Um, but since we've been doing it, it hasn't. I think it's just the time of year and the lake isn't isn't the trout haven't started doing their thing yet. So it's going to happen, and when it does, it, sh- it should be pretty exciting. That's awesome. That's she great. Her first fish. I'll have my iPhone ready so I can put that on Facebook, and you can go. Damn it, bears! <laughs> Damn it! All I did with my kid today is play video games. We did. We we finished. Uh, we finished chapter fifteen of Skylanders Giants. That's all we did. <laughs> I'm gonna have to buy a fishing video game. <laughs> Don't think that's not going to happen because I am not getting out there. I like that I like to camp and everything, but I like the more idea of uh, me playing like the guy who's like, no, we'll play a fish. I'll get you Cabela's Big Game Hunter. We're going to we're gonna drop a few caribou off the coast of Alaska. and we're <laughs> going, going into nature today, kid. <laughs> All right, get on your virtual uh, ATV and let's drive these quads out. And we're going to have to – did you guys pack your deer urine? Did you put it in your packs? Because we're going to need it. Uh, caribou love deer urine and <laughs> love it. Oh man. All right. Well, that was our show. Uh, you can send us an email to show at the dadpodcast.com or give us a call, uh, 408-228-4911. Uh, you can join the conversation. I've been, uh, I haven't done it a lot, but I, I would like to ask if there's anybody who has any interest of like conversing or chatting with me. I've done it via Twitter with a lot of the listeners, but I would also, and some of you guys uh, via Facebook, but please feel free to hit me up on the Facebook page, throw us a like as well, but it's facebook.com slash dad podcast, or you could follow the show on Twitter at dad podcast and, uh, or you could follow me on Twitter at Justin Worsham. But the big thing is that I'm pushing everybody and I appreciate those of you that have done it. Uh, please become a paid subscriber for $2 a month or for $24 a year. Uh, you could literally change my life and uh, make this kind of my gig. And I would really, 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 truly appreciate that. You can, uh, there are links for that at the dadpodcast.com. And I think that's it. You are also on uh, the book of faces, Mr. Bears. Is that correct? I am. I am. I'll, you know, I uh, will uh jump in and chime into the conversation a lot on the dad podcast page. So you'll probably find me there. All right, sweet. So on behalf of my good friend, Joseph Barris, this is Justin Warsham saying stay frosty. Okay. Round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.